everyone, and welcome to Maker and Creator, the podcast about creativity and culture and how it affects us. My name is Jai Smith, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Alex Adams. Hi, Jai. How are you? Good. I'm disappointed we didn't get the hug on the way in today. I know, and you yeah. are closer than 1.5 <laughs> metres to me, so I'm feeling a little bit uneasy. We're I'm kind safe of, here at the end of the table. Yeah, we're kind of family, aren't we? Um, okay, Jai, so a lot of people out there might know Damon Downey as the former lead singer of the ARIA award-winning band Sneaky Sound System. Woo. Um, these days, he's an acclaimed artist who specialises in painting, sculpture and ceramics. Downey has produced sold-out solo shows across Australia and New York. He's collaborated with different brands, including Alice McCall, Lavasa, Plum Glassware and Sass and & Bide. And you'll find his works hanging in some really popular restaurants, including Ray's Byron Bay, Mateo, North Bondi Fish and Mississippi, to name a few. Welcome to the show, Damon. Hello. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that one. Is it always, it's always kind of weird when you hear your little bio. Oh, yeah. you know, you get to walk through a quick trip through memory lane. Uh, <laughs> just when it's all written out in front of you, yeah. And it's always like, do I have anything yeah. to say about them? Or yeah. is, it, is this just them gushing over me? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks. This is your, you, oh, you've done one podcast before, we just heard. Done a few, done a few, but yes, like in the modern world, this is my first, thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. First about art, yeah. It's weird about seeing paintings. you this close, by the way. Like the last time I saw you, it was New Year's Eve 2006 at Luna Park. Wow. I was a different human then. Oh, I mate, I was art. a different I had hair down to my shoulders. It was, <laughs> it was a, it's a crazy night for all at of Luna us. Park, y- young was... Jai Smith at the attended yeah. age of 23. That was a... And we'd be like, turn off the projector. Oh, like if I was talking, it was a miracle by that point. I was in a special place. I'll leave it at that. Oh my God, you're hilarious. So Damon, um, music first, art now. Have you always been a creative? <laughs> music first, art now. It was art first, music, then art again. Oh. Yeah, so I studied, I ended up, leaving school pretty early and studying fine art um, oh. before I moved to Sydney and to be an artist um, yeah. as a, you know as a painter so I yeah so I, I did a sort of a three-year degree and then came here with a suitcase of pastels and a suitcase of clothes thinking I was gonna break Sydney and be a fucking great artist <laughs> I was 19 I just turned 19 so I was very very excited and Where thought I was gonna take from? it to the world from Bellingen, well, not at Harvey Bay at that stage, or, or Queensland. I was studying up in Brisbane, and then, but um, came from Bellingen, so yeah, ended up uh, small town Bellingen to mm. big smoke Sydney, yeah, very cool. Um, what? How, how did you go from art into ending up in sneaky sounds? Well, as a like moving to Sydney, cruising through different, trying to find different friends, et cetera. And I went on a date with this girl, Sarah Jane. <laughs> and uh, she was, she, her friend was DJing at a clothing store opening mm-hmm. in Paddington. And then I got a little bit tipsy and started just rapping in his ear. <laughs> like, and then just probably fucking really annoying as well. And then he was like, oh my God, you know, that's, that's great. Why don't next week you bring a microphone really? and I'll DJ and you just plug it in and you rap and I'll play house music. <laughs> that's all it takes, and we'll, and, we'll, no, and we'll invite some friends to our friend's restaurant and, um, and that was on, off Oxford Street. And then we invited everyone on a Sunday night and everyone came and we just, and we just got booked that night by Chadwick's modelling agency, I think it was. Cool. They were the swimmer was there and he said, can you play at our Christmas party? So we're like, yeah. And so we did that and then we just got booked and then we kept getting really? booked and kept booked and I was like still pretending to rap. <laughs> like, like I, you know, I just rapped some, iced, I think it was an iced tea lyric back in the day and then uh, and then started rapping that and then I just kept rapping that for ages over over his house music and yep. then just like landed and, and then we got a sax player and all of a sudden we had this thing that was like starting to happen 
And then that was it. I was, forgot about my pastels and started on this journey. And had you ever been musically trained? Not at all. No, no. Has that changed? Like, <laughs> no, 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 hasn't changed a bit. But I was so unmusical that I was like, I was just obsessed with Jimmy Barnes. Really? And like from Bellingen, so, you know, and, and Ice House in 1927 and just stuff that was on regional radio. Yeah. Like so I've been, was, I was in Bellingen six months ago. Right. Is, yeah, the so, idea of sneaky sound system being in Bellingen is... So, is so the radio, so two triple B was the radio station then, which was very alternative. Mm. It was either that or, or just triple M or the, you know, whatever radio station was like... Some Alan Cops, Jones. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, it was just very, very bogany. Um... <laughs> But so that was my music. That, yeah. was, that was that was it. You know, Jimmy Barnes all the way. Oh, freight train hard, two <laughs> fires. Oh man, I was so obsessed. <laughs> Did you find it made you like music more or less? What? Because I like Jimmy? No, or? because you were an artist and, and and a big artist. Did you still uh, listen think, like um, music? Mum and Dad would like music before television. Television mm-hmm. wasn't allowed. You know, we weren't allowed hours and hours of television a day. It was mm-hmm. like two or something like that, or an hour and a half or something. And then the rest of it was music, yeah, pretty much. So, and generally it was the Beatles all the time. Really, um, pretty much ninety percent of the time it was just Beatles. So it was always headphones on, listening to listening to the wow. Beatles, and then making your own music as well. Like obsessed with making little mixtapes, like we all were back then. Yeah, because the only way to be able to play your, you know, to and they what tapes. you like, and then replay it. Yeah, and so it was just. Stop, start. I mean, I mean, you know, record, stop, record, stop. Yeah. Which the kids of today will never know what that even. Yeah. Means. Yeah. That and that was like you know nailing that moment. You know, like oh, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like trying to got the start before you exactly, yeah, yeah. and that was the risk. Like that physical risk. looping was yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I had my little eight track. I was eight. I remember that. I got an eight track my eighth birthday. Yeah. Sitting there trying to time it. Yeah. And yeah. like it was just insane. And just naming and naming your mixtapes. That was always just oh. bit of tape like, on it. You know. Yeah, bit of tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, re-record. Yeah. What do you think has changed about the music industry since then? Oh, since, since the sneaky then? days. Since, since, since sneaky days. Um, I guess it's like maybe not so much this. I guess I guess it's just selling. Like you know, people don't get to sell as many records. I don't know what the amount you have to sell now to be a number one in Australia, but I think it's definitely under like five hundred thousand or something. Really? I'm not sure. Yeah. Whereas back back in the day, it would have been a lot lot more than that. But mm. I think it's just now. Um, sort of cut and paste and also it's all about touring now so yeah. people are just making songs or remixes or remixing something so they can get on the on the tour mm. because that's where all the money is I guess because there's no money in selling anything oh. so you know making making singles that work that you can just tour on the back of yeah mm. So do you think that's been the major difference that you've noticed between the, the early 2000s? Yeah, and, 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 you know, maybe it's my age, but, and the music now sucks. <laughs> 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 but no, but like generally trap music and, and um, Percocet. <laughs> that style and vibe, I'm just not fucking into. So, um, you know, and now the older I get, I'm so into folk music now, like old yeah. folk music and... Iranian folk and all anything that just soft and sad and mm. I don't know just a bit lonely maybe that's because I'm in the studio all alone all day so playing beats in there would be weird <laughs> yeah how did the name come about so when you get booked for Chadwick Models and they're like what do you call yourselves did you I have think a name Angus said it was like we were sun, um, like it was he, it was a Sunday night originally and then 
And then it was sneaky, he called it Sneaky Sundays. And then when the album was made, because uh, it was a Sunday night, so we're like, let's just keep this Sunday night going. Yeah. Just keep the Sunday rolling, keep the Sunday rolling. It was a naughty night back then. People still went out all the time, but mm. Sunday was like you could – Go out all night, and then you still go to yeah. work. It was like Hugo's but, Sunday yeah, it was. It was Sunday, you know, and then Hugo's came later, but we call it. Oh. It was still, still sneaky Sundays, but it first started as a sneaky Sunday, really. And then when oh. the album came out, we got some more sound in there and things like that. It was became a sound system because yeah, we've got a sax yeah. player to play. And it's like, <laughs> Woo! So we're a sound system now, yeah. And that was just general. That's how it all came about. But Angus was like, he called it sneaky at the start, so. There at Stark. Very cool. great name, great font. It was really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was killer. So I think it was what 2009 that you left Sneaky Sound System. Yeah, I think so it was, was it that start? long ago? Yeah, 2009, 10. I think. Yeah, so wait, when like did that. you first start? Like when did you start doing that? Fourteen first years before that, I think. Wow, so like years. pretty early, like when I first came here. Really, yeah. So I think we were saying off air before that it, you kind of you you bookmark your life of like. Pre-sneaky, post-sneaky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such a big part of your life. M- massive part of that early adulthood, yeah, mm. totally. That like, super fun time, too, for me. Moving to Sydney, getting to travel the world. Boy from Bellingen, who just studied, yeah. studied art, you know, he was like, just, <clears throat> I don't know, it was the opposite. Like, I had no idea that I'd end up in Amsterdam the f- five times and six times and yeah, seven times and eight times. And living in London six months of the year and travelling around the world and, you know, big stages and stuff like that. So that was... It's all very odd. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that you were more creative because you grew up in the country and there were less things oh, to stimulate you? Absolutely. No, I think also Bellingen in particular is a town where mm. where creativity is not the plan B. It's you know, yeah. it's generally like really like a wonderful thing. And if you can mm. pursue a career in creativity, then you are you've actually plan A'd it. Mm. You know, that's like Bellingen's vibe. And so there was always like when I said I don't want to go to school anymore, I want to study study art. It was like okay, done. If you want to be a prostitute, we'll be helping be the best prostitute ever. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's like you're want to you want to do that? Let's go for it. You know, let's tell us what you need to do. Tell us what we need to do as parents, and we can get it done. So that I think it was more, you know, more Bellingen's fault than <laughs> than, than boredom. You know. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that a little bit about Bellingen actually, and people from there. So that's like a whole community that it's sort of I mean it's obviously mm. not everyone but that's a whole community that has fostered that approach and that mm. vibe yeah it's 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 okay. the first the first ever like Rudolf Steiner school was there oh, okay. so yep. called was it? called yeah. Chrysalis um, yeah. Rainbow School and, <laughs> and so <laughs> so that was like and that was you know that was pretty normal yeah um, so lots of weird things were normal like and especially back there in 19 mum and dad moved there in 1977 from South Africa so so that was really early. Like that was a ti- that was a tiny community too. Mm. Very sort of alternative. Mm. Um, there a lot of communes and a lot of things. You know, a lot of very very uh, hippie like things going on. And so for them to find that from where they came, yeah. it was very you know pretty pretty wild yeah. that they got there. Really and that's what it was. South Africa. <laughs> totally, absolutely. And how they found that on a map, I have no idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> close your eyes and hit that because there's. You know, you, you don't drive through it. There's no, no reason to go there. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you need to find it. Like it was yeah, you need like some magical, like yeah. you know, some <laughs> wizard telling you where it is or something. <laughs> I will be your guide. Yeah. So what was the? How did you go back to art? Because you know, 
certainly from like a really mm. superficial level, you're like, you've made it, you did Sneaky Sound System, yeah. you know, you won your ARIA award, fuck it, I'll just cash in and, and, and walk away. Or yeah, was it something was, that was driving you? Oh, there was, I guess, it also like, in equal parts, it was going, wanting to do something else because I turned 35 when I made that choice, you know, um, sort of overnight. It was, I was like, I can't get on the plane anymore. And I was, and all the things were running through my head. It's like, I'm, I'm 35, I don't have, you know, I don't have... I don't have a house. I don't have a bed. I don't have a fridge. I don't have a cat. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have all these things that like yeah. are like fucking normal. Yeah. And and life was living in a suitcase, and it was really great. And then it got to a point where it wasn't so mm. great, you know. And and then so you find yourself just in the hotel room instead of like out and exploring and things. Things sort of get a bit lonely mm. out there in the hotel room yeah. land. And um, and it's kind of you know you. Those, you know, the famous saying is 23 hours of waiting yeah. to get on stage, you know? Like, yeah, in those 20, wow. whole 23 hours, you've got to sort of fill, and you can fill those with dangerous things and or fill them with boring things. I don't know, you just eventually got really, like, I need to stop. Yeah. So that was... And then the art came because I'd always painted and always right. loved art, and that's all I wanted to do, and I knew I was had, you know, had an aesthetic um, that people liked, and then... And so it was just a... It's a part of part necessity and part wanting to do it as well. It was like, okay, well, what else am I going to do? And I really want to do this at the same time. So, so it was just like put a show together and show people that I can paint. Yeah. Mm. So then that was this first show, which was about a year after I less than a year after I left. Fantastic. And it was a great show. It was like sixty paintings or something, and I sold them all. And wow. Really? Yeah. It was a big show. It was fucking great. It was really fun too because like get to show something else and validation when it starts to sell and I was late yeah. to the show I couldn't get a taxi oh. I couldn't get it from Bondi and I was like an hour and a half late and I arrived to the show <laughs> and it just sold out like it was you know red dots everywhere and I was ah oh, it was amazing Is it, it was like validation had come that, yeah. that you know that had come like the applause had come in a different version you know, yeah, so. right, right. Wow. And did you feel like, okay, huh. I've made the right decision? The hell yeah, totally. Because it would have been a really hard freaky. decision, right? To totally freaky. And, and, and giving up, you give up a lot of stuff when you when you do that. And all of a sudden, you know, like you, you give up all the things you think you would, you know, you've got a manager looking after you the whole time and then mm. that's gone and then this is, and then these perks have gone. And, you know, it's a wonderful perky life when you're mm. on the road and, you know, you've got a hit. <laughs> and so, so then that was over, and now it was like time to reformulate. Mm. I know, just put it all together and make some art, and 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 it was it worked out, which was fucking great. I would don't know what would happen if it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, we wouldn't be podcasting. <laughs> I guess it's also that new sense of identity as mm. well, because yeah. for so long you were, you know, Damon Downey, frontman yeah. of this, mm. and now you're like, I'm now an artist, and to just even. You know, cha- change your identity yeah. for yourself. Like that, it's, it's it's quite a risk that a lot of people don't even take. Yeah, it's funny, and I, and I cut my hair off too. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so it was like unrecognizable. It was great. It was like unrecognizable completely, like mm. at all. You, you know, where before it was a bit weird, and then now it was just zero. So it was like whoa, whole new planet now. Was it more? Maybe the, it's an obvious yes, but is it a lot more vulnerable being there out there as Damon and just? being exposed not behind the sneaky sound system label yeah. and it's just you yeah if something fucks up it's yeah you. because you you don't get to you don't, you don't get to a b it off anyone either like, yeah you know in sneaky you get <laughs> to or yeah, yellow yeah, yeah right so and and music like you you know you're, you're hidden in a band and you're there and like 
you know, you're not solo, solo, and you just get to, I know you get to, you know, practice things mm. to make sure they're great, you know, and you get yeah. to come back oh, and right, cha- yeah. you get to re, you get to change the, like, you know, the whole middle eight of the song and you restructure it. And if it doesn't work out, you know, you can get some <laughs> claps in if people aren't clapping enough and stuff like that, you know. But, <laughs> add some claps. Add some claps. That's what you're from this yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. and, and, then, and then when you're in the studio, you're just solo, like literally by yourself. And yeah. then you and you're like, and then all of a sudden the curtain's drawn, you've got to show people these paintings. Like, and you, you don't get another chance at that. So you're vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And... As a lot of creative roles are, right? All you know, of them are. Like, there, you everything. Like, you know, comedy, you... chef. Like, yeah. everything. Everything. All of that is so vulnerable. And, yeah. Um, but music, you can really A-B it. Like, except if you fuck it up on stage, you know, when you're doing it live. But you've got a real great opportunity to test that stuff out. You know. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. And then often, I guess, through showing vulnerability, you also get the more vulnerable, the more greater reward I guess so you know you were talking about you're putting yourself out there taking the risk doing the show and then it's selling out that feeling must have been so incredible yeah it was that was yeah it was great it was in, it was incredible because one you're I'm just selling colors and shapes you know my art is <laughs> not, my art is is you know it's, it's drawn on aesthetic and color imbalance mm. and that's you know in that Mondrian sense where you're just playing with colors and making sure and finding a spot where they're so perfect that people just go oh, you know and and can look at it at it for what it is because you know you can get absorbed in something that aesthetically is right like um, you know I don't know just like a like a circle you know yeah like you, where do you you know it's, it is what it is it's a so but why it's is easy to look at it? not that big because it yeah. needs to be and and that and and so selling that it just colors and shapes it's like when people get it get what your message is yeah that's then huge it's, then it's like well, oh yeah you know because you're not lying you're not coming up with some other cockamamie idea just to sell it's like that's literally my feeling of yeah yeah there must be a bigger payoff i imagine for turning abstraction into meaning yeah well it's it's kind of like the my um, this new show is more of an abstraction. All the other shows have sort of been just expressionism, just yeah. co- just a color and a shape, you know, and yeah. and and that and trying to get a meaning out of just that. You know, yeah. abstraction you can that's that was a subject and now it's not, or now it's still trying to be. Yeah. But there's you know when you, when it's just an arch, you know, on a canvas and <laughs> and I think it is a like a bridge over adversity yeah yeah you yeah. know and I'm trying to wow. tell people that that is a, that's like an invisible headpiece that is a bridge over adversity right and then but it's an arch and it's like but people get it like people find you know they like it so. and they find their own meaning in yeah art. yeah t- absolutely and yeah and that's the joy of colors and shapes it simplifies it so much no, but I love, like, like, i'm so I can't art that. speak uh, it to death like because <laughs> it is literally a balance of you know i'm yeah. just trying to get colors and shapes to balance perfectly on a show on a you know which i love because there's a lot of wank out there yeah there? but I, I, lo- I just i literally wrote that down when you said it. i sell colors and shapes and then 
but back to what you said, Alex, people finding their own meaning in it. And if you think about what we do, most of the time, it's like we just trade in words. It's mm. like, oh, here's the copy for this. Oh, yeah. like, I put this on a slide for okay. you. You like it? And when and words it, and word, when words work out and they mean something, it's poignant and it's or, and it and it's and it changes people's minds. And but it, it's too ubiquitous that. with yeah. what you're doing. Mm. It's much more personal, and it's like oh, I think mm. it means this. You derive your own meaning. Yeah. But if I say, you know, one of our fucking awful words that we put on all our slides, like engagement, <laughs> and yeah. it's like everyone's like, I know what that means. Yeah. They click the rate of the birth on social media, you know, yeah. like, and I'm like, oh, just shoot me now. <laughs> Give me an archer adversity any day. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, Damon, there's a lot of creatives out there who are really good at being creative and their art <laughs> mm. in their, their mm. art form. But there's that, and they're just like, you know, chefing, there's some amazing chefs out there that don't necessarily make them a good business person. Yeah. Um, you've done collaborations. I mean, we named a couple, I named a couple mm. when we first started, like Alice McCall and Lavasta mm. and Sassam Bide. And, you know, ha- there's obviously, you've got a bit of a commercial mind there as well. And the fact that you can also sell it your yeah. art, but then also get it in all these great restaurants and do these. How do you, how did you go about with these collaborations? I don't know, I guess it's like a, um, oh, they sort of, I know when things are working out, things do come to you a bit as well, and I can manage that stuff. Like I, I have no problem with managing uh, managing people and managing the creative part of collaborations. I quite enjoy it. Like mm. you know, I don't need a middle person to go and do all that. Um, Plus, you've probably got lots of contacts and, and, the, you know, and the contacts and yeah. pretty approachable. And it's all you know. And generally, a lot of these things come out of like you know. A sort of a house party or an after party or something yeah. that's like where people get to <laughs> chat and go like you know we used to say Angus and I used to say this about like to our girlfriends all the time when we come home at four in the morning be like listen all the deals get done at three a.m. Hey babe stop yelling all the deals all the deals all the deals get done at three a.m. babe <laughs> which and. And I'm fucking so standing, and I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. It's fucking true. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm true. There's glitter all over my face, man. I'm just shaking because I'm excited. Yeah, because we got the deal. <laughs> what deal is that? We're doing a gig. Well, to be honest, that's how you convinced me home. It wasn't quite 3 a.m. We were at fucking. Come on, Joe. Yeah, come on. We're at like Zeta Bar or whatever it is. Zephyr Bar. Yeah, right? So here we go. Here's more examples. <laughs> of this so yeah so a lot of those collaborations did come out of um, like, like studio visits too and what did they look like did you design prints or did you do like a range of glassware or what, what were some of the uh, things so, that you did uh, so Alice McCall was I did I made 44 sculpt, 44 I forget the exact amount big sculptures that went down her runway oh, that's so, cool. wow. so they're, they're huge big big sculptures some of them were sort of like a metre high some of them were like, like four and a half metres high yeah um, for Fashion Week, and they were, and they came from a late night studio visit where I had all these wooden little sculptures that I'd made, and then we were discussing, you know, let's put them all down this catwalk, and and then it just sort of happened like that, and that so was, cool. I think that was like three a.m. too. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they just from various things and other ones, other collaborations like Lavazza was I used to just design their party for their um for the races, oh, so yeah. I'd create direct all the their big party at the end where we just destroy their Lavazza tent and turn it into something that's so anti-racing fraternity. Yeah. They'd always get in trouble for it, which made it always so good because it would just be so left. And then, um, yeah, it's just, they just, I guess they just come from, yeah, just, yeah, people just make contact. Yeah. I love that. I love that idea of is it the artist or the art as well? You know, like if, if, 
maybe not Alex because Alex would probably get someone to buy it. But if I did an arch over adversity or someone contacted me, are they contacting you because of who you are or because of what you've both, done or is it a combination? Both, definitely both. Some people have their commercial reasons for it. Some yeah. people want to you know, really just get creative. Um, and... To, and people, you know, people want both. I'm, I'm in a lucky position where Sneaky was great, and there was a story already behind my first show. It was mm. like, oh, here, you know, you know, decade of change yeah. and things like this. Yeah. And there was like mm. this kind of, you know, um, piggybacking, I guess, I guess from from that. But but still, it's you know, piggybacking my own back. So so it's me, you know, celebrating my new life from my old life. It's all. Oh yeah. yeah. So but yeah, some people do. But some people want the artist. Some people want the art. And mm. and it's really shifting. Early on, it was definitely, you know, sort of maybe heavy on the artist, mm. but but now now I'm just telling to people who have no idea my past or I don't even know them. So so we've gone through that shift of where you're selling to you know friends and fans, and then all of a sudden it's no longer fans, and then it's your friends stop buying because they've got lots of pieces, and then all of a sudden it's strangers, and then it's now it's just people I just don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's awesome because it's just you know the traction. Mm gone from the artist to the art, I guess. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Mm. Um, being a visual medium, it's hard because we can't say, hi, everybody, now here's Exhibit A. Let's uh, have a look at the work. So we definitely will put some links when we send this online. But I read somewhere that you – this is I'm going to do a quote because this is quite out there. Oh, shit. That you create <laughs> incandescent, pastel-tinged works that in your own words, Damon, you described as beautiful colours doing dangerous things. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you write this in You know, I think um, – Guys, I've got it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all, great word, all, all great words are written beautiful in three. Beautiful colours yeah. doing dangerous things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess – So how would you describe it? I guess work? like <laughs> – Far out, you know, there's a lot of filler out there, isn't there? <laughs> but true, I was true to that. There was, it was, I think there was one other quote that was um, like a bubble bill, like a bubble bill um, melting on a hot concrete f- footpath or something. Amazing. Mm. So, For those who haven't seen it, it's pastels, it's yeah. colours, it's pops of colours. Yeah. I think it's a super I'm, happy. Yeah. I'm fairly sure I had that one. It's all, it's, uh, it's, it is, it's all. It, they are beautiful colours. I'm, I'm pastel obsessed. Mm, what have you got there? Oh, these are these are all these ones are all. Um, sorry, God folks. Me. What we're looking at now <laughs> is. What's your Instagram? Damon D A I M O N underscore Downey D O W N E Y. So you guys can Damon, now have a look yes. on the Instagram Come on. and you'll know. Scroll with me. Scroll with us. <laughs> <laughs> Get Come two on. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and just scroll. Just scroll. Yeah, just scroll, just scroll. please. <laughs> um, so beautiful colours doing dangerous things. Here we have. Like it's just, it really just is expressionist. So it's, it is, I'm, I love pastels, always have. I wish, you know, I used to wear them head to toe every day. Mm. Um, and now, and then, you know, translating my colour obsession onto onto canvas without being too neat. I like neatness, but not too, it still has to be, have a bit of like accidents around mm. them. So it's a bit rough. But it's still so clean. I don't mm. know. It's. I, I kind of know what you mean, though. Like, if, if people imagine pastels, you know, dusty pink springs to mind, and I can just imagine, you know, a very neat diary on, you know, mm, someone that I work with desk, and I'm like, but that's not what this is. It's pastel yeah. with an edge. It's pastel with. You is know, it some... um, beautiful colours doing dangerous things? I think yeah. so. <laughs> I think that's how I describe it. Or an incandescent something. Like, something. I did, a, I did a range of. I did a range of um, sort of animal thing, animal like lithographs back in the day, and they were like like really. Violent animals oh. doing, but all in pastels, all in beautiful pinks and everything. So they, so they softened them down. So it was like, you know, like this kind of thing here. This, 
big wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. So these are all like old lithographs that I blew up really big mm. and painted over the top of and, and just yeah. softened them out. That's really cool. So it's violent, but it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because of, of the colour, because it's beautiful colours doing But you're right, it does things. soften it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. Um, we can't help but escape what is going on in today's climate. So, uh, <coughs> oh my God, cover your mouth. I've got to wash all these mouth. microphones. <laughs> Glenn, Did you sterilize these yeah, microphones. Yeah, the friend. Oh, the fr- Calvin Klein um, are doing a collaboration with Glenn Twenty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Louis, um, Louis Vuitton or um, yeah, Louis they're Vuitton. making hand sanitizer. Is that real? Yeah, it's. Um, oh, was that real? I saw. No, it is. Yeah, they're, they're actually, you know, well, it's you know, velvety. They've got like it's mm. Moet Hennessy is the the group. There. Mm. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be making wow. hand sanitizer. Great, because my mum sent me the recipe to hand sanitizer. If you want to know, oh, it. you can make. Is this hand a sanitizer? real yeah. Bellinger? Uh, this is a recipe? real one. This is a real one. My mum makes it. Channel our best Breaking um, Bad like chemist kind of vibes. <laughs> All right, here we go. If you want it out there, it's yeah, 100, yeah. 150 mils of methylated spirits, okay. 48, 48 mils of water, two mils of washing liquid, and a few drops of eucalyptus or lavender oil. Oh. And then you mom. shake that up, and that's your hand sanitizer. Thanks, Danny. I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, look, we don't know. Right now, we're not in lockdown, but if we have a look at what's going on around the rest of the world, this is a bit of a tricky question, one that I did not think I would be asking you today. But if we, you know, if our world is about to change as we know it, um, how do you think maybe some creative ways that people are going to still be able to experience arts? whether that's mm. music yeah. or exhibitions or anything in the artistic space. I think there has to be a new platform, like a new um, a new way of being able to just show the inside of your studio and a really easy way to do that. Like, Because if people aren't allowed to touch or see people, um, then you have to fulfil everyone's scrolling needs because they're going to be scrolling like they've never scrolled before. Mm. They'll be going through... They go, oh, they'll be going through they'll be eight hours a day on scrolling if they're stuck at home or or that's a new way of actually going to see things. So I'm just feeling filling with content, I guess, is just showing art, making virtual exhibitions. I really don't know. It's like a crazy town. I don't yeah. I know, like my show is just being postponed. So that's so but to don't know when. You know? Mm. So so I have to figure out other ways how to get that out to people and people that will be sitting at home looking at their walls and if you give them options to f- make that wall more beautiful yeah. and you know and have a better memory of this whole experience then you know instead of all their f- photos from Europe that they're not going to be able to go to That's then, 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 then invest in a different kind of memory I yeah. guess I think it's so. really interesting to take away to take away that experience of being outside with you know whether it's individuals or whether it's brands right so if you think if you're sitting at home mm. my Instagram is blowing up with people like working from home like it's a cup of tea and stuff that's yep. going to get real old real quick <laughs> yeah and yep. then I'm interested in to know well will people you know if we if we kind of think about ourselves as we're living through this lens that when we go out to a nice cafe we have to take a photograph of it mm. you know I'll never forget when we went down to Hass- Hacienda you're saying the middle ages are going to start TikToking. well yeah, well, yeah <laughs> like maybe something right so down at Hacienda there was a, a neon sign I and TikTok. <laughs> 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 right? so we're like, like we're, we're all Confess, you didn't even tell me this before the show. Now look at your shame. Look at it. You know what? You know what, Market? You guys? Yeah, right I know. Now, you're I know. Now, I'm fine. Uh, I'll, go, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be Yep. I'm interested to see. So, what do we do? Yeah. So, maybe that's the case in point. I'm interested to see the creative ways people express themselves online. Mm. Not in the fucking wanky way of like, here's me as an individual, but just 
we we do feel the need to document ourselves because it validates a lot of what we're doing and we've been so obsessed of you know go outside and walk around and you know don't live in you know your phone and now it's the only no, way you're going to get outside live, of your house yeah. is, is through your phone it's totally yeah. yeah so like for me I, I, i'm a massive nerd right yeah. so i've gone back to to my own painting i've gone back to you know writing guitar like writing music on guitar again yeah gone back to producing and i'm like why the fuck didn't i do this before mm. like i'm so relaxed and chilled out i'm like how can we help other people find what they need to do in the in the same space? I think they're going to, and I've said this a million times on our show, through boredom comes creativity mm. and innovation. I think that people are going to be twiddling their thumbs mm. and we're going to go, or, or they might lose their jobs or whatever, and through that they're going to be finding new ways to innovate and be creative. Yeah, but yep. that's but what but what are those things like? What's like people are going to have to be less. I'm embarrassed of themselves a bit more because I think they're totally like, like such a good point. because people now, if you need validation, then you're going to have to set up your video of yourself, live video, Insta live video of yourself doing something. And generally, you know, most people who, most people are pretty afraid of themselves, like yeah. embarrassed of themselves. They only, so. Well, especially now because the, the talent level is so high, right? Mm. It's like, oh, when I publish. No, yeah. <laughs> At least it's like, sometimes. <laughs> um, it's like, oh. Because those influencers have got some yeah, cool yeah, shit yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, here's me. Look at the. Look. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Influencer voice. <laughs> Hey guys, Hi. just me, just a oh, new kid. I know a lot of people were asking for this tutorial. No one asked no, no. for the tutorial. But show. now we are. Now we're like more tutorials. My old assistant, she put this. Uh, she she was on Love Island, and actually oh. I'm interviewing her soon. Uh, she's great, but she she was my assistant, and she made this post like, I know a lot of you guys have been asking how I manage my period, and I was just <laughs> like, whoa, babe. But I can't like she like she's she's 100 percent awesome, and I can't wait to talk to her about it. But. Yep, yep. I think I think you're I think you're right. That was really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, how does like, one manage that? You know what? That's not her fault. That is whoever put her up to that in terms of like the brand, like. Just, mm. just, okay, so to that right. point... All right, so whose fault was it? The <laughs> brand. Fault? I don't know the brand name. <laughs> the artist oh, or the art. It was a paid thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that yeah. Makes it's sense. not, it's oh, not okay. her. <laughs> Yeah, Cassie, I love you. Uh, <laughs> please still come on out of the show. Um, <laughs> but I think you're right. So me and Tom Segelski, who was on the show, we had to cancel our entire revenue stream for the next three months. Mm. That was it. Mm-hmm. So we run events, like yep. nerdy advertising events, but we had to cancel them all. And mm. I mean, that was my paycheck for the next mm. three months. Yeah, you know, I turned everything down. <clears throat> and yeah, then you got privy to that. I yeah, met that's... with him Tuesday and, I, and he just looked at me. He's like, so what's our new idea? Yeah. And I went, okay. And we just like accepted it and just built a whole mm. new product. And yep. I mean, it took us 40 minutes and you're like, this will work. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're right. Like with, you know, with any kind of stress, with any kind of crisis, it sounds so cliche, but you, you, you're so right. It breeds creativity. It breeds, oh, it yeah, breeds imagination. Yeah. Great things happen. But there's, um, yeah, there's, it's, it's so, you're isolated. Like you're by yourself, but this mm. is the window out. So that's like, you find your window out of that. And that's very very odd for people like a bit older and yeah and people who usually been you know tactile visual like you know Mm. here's a show here's a painting here's what it feels like that's the size of it this is what it looks like in the room and that's the so that and bands and things like that that are actually you know rely on people to be like humans like to feel vibe Mm. it's very weird for them yeah 
I've got a couple last questions for you. Um, one is from the outset, a lot of our readers, uh, a lot of our listeners, they'll <laughs> get what medium. In. A lot of our listeners would look at you and go, "Wow, what a super successful guy." What's been your biggest failure? Smoking mirror. That's all smoking mirrors too. Like it, yeah. They're like but you yes. know, people look. Yeah. You know, people. And coming back to again, I've, like I've you opened, put out a persona. Oh, I've had, I, I opened an eighties nightclub that lasted nine months. It was the greatest venue on the planet. I was about to say that sounds amazing. It's no, called Bondies. 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 Yeah, 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 dude. It was like Tim and I opened this <laughs> incredible <laughs> nightclub. I don't think you were here. You were. It was like yeah. it was Ken Don's favorite place. It was. It was no, I remember seeing. It was this like or it had it had the, sh- the original yeah. Sheridan Sheets artwork up on the walls, like the original that he gave us to like the originals, <laughs> original. Really? And then and then Ken Don's everywhere. It had pink carpet. It was fucking. We sold fluffy ducks and we played '80s music with no like. No remixes, nothing. It was just pure all the way. And uh, and Tim and I loved it. It was like our favourite place to be ever, but no one came. <laughs> no, like people came once and went, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my God, I feel like I'm right there. Woo, oh, my God, I've had enough. Shit, let me get me out of here. Because <laughs> it was just full on. It was just too much. And then so that that failed like so miserably. But uh, it was super fun while it happened. But, but uh, if we did it in Newtown, it would have been killing it. Yeah. But that was a massive failure. That was... Yeah, and you know, and high school, <laughs> high school, <laughs> high school was a, was a, was a yeah. fucking total failure. But we got out of there early. Thank you for awesome. sharing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the last question I want to ask you is: creativity can be really hard to quantify. Mm. How do you know if you're any good at art or singing or like, like <laughs> or rapping or, or, like, or rapping? Like you know, <laughs> anything. Creative. I wasn't. I don't think I was that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it has something to do with like maybe sometimes you mistake like luck with greatness sometimes. Ooh. I don't know. You're, you're a walking yeah. quote book. I'm going to write that but down. like, you know, that can, you know, you don't want to do that too much because otherwise, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's all, if, if enough people like it, then I guess that's a, a success, you know? Yeah. Then like, you know, if just your friends keep lying to you and telling you you're amazing, then you'll end up on one of those, you know, bloopers on one of those TV shows, oh, you know, yeah. of, of like, oh, the of embarrassing Mary's section. Yeah, one of those ones, you know. If your friends keep lying to you, that's the that's that's where you'll end up. <laughs> and then, but if your friends, you know, and then other people like it and then more and more and more, I think you, that you can sort of gauge that on success and whether you're decent at it or yeah. not. Um you know, but then there's some fucking incredible like geniuses that still haven't got the, a leg in it all anywhere. So yeah, I don't know. It's all that's that's variable on who's who. You know, who your fans are, who who likes you. That's awesome, mm. man. Like, thank you. Like, I've had a, a lot of fun, and that's been so honest. Like, I don't think I've had that much fun. I've really heard you laugh that loud. I think you're to pee your pants. Thank you, David. Thank you so much. And as soon as Thanks for you the cross know when the exhibition is going to be, yeah, postponed yeah. till who knows? Postponed, postponed. The apocalypse. I don't know. Well, um, let's do a digital exhibition. It does happen. There'll be, a, but have a look on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And then there'll be, um, you know, while I'm stuck in the studio because the studio's at home, which is perfect. So I'll just be painting in there. And you should do some Facebook feeling, live feeds. Yeah, or well, I'll do some. I do. I'll get into some of that. And yeah. plus, and sort of launching. Um, very soon is the uh, is all my prints online. So I'm really setting up a print like online print store. Yep. So you can buy lots of things on that are, you know I've never done I've never I've never made available any prints. So this is the first time. Love it. Awesome. So that'll be I think this is good timing for all that too. But you know you still need nice memories on your walls. So mm. don't be afraid. 
Don't be afraid to buy smart guys. Mm. And <laughs> make those connections at 3 a.m. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what I'm taking. The deals, are done. deals are done. <laughs> Put some yeah. clothes on. Um, Damon, thank you so much for coming on thanks, the show. Guys. And always, as always, thanks for listening, guys. Um, you know, it's been a really great episode. We are into season three, so um, go back, listen to some other episodes on season one and two or some other, interview, other interviews we've done in this season. Um, Jai's written down here that I should direct people to the Facebook group, Your Good Get Better. Yep. So if you want to chat to us, we are on there. If you want to hit us up on Instagram, Jai is at Jai Smith. And I'm Ms. Darlinghurst, MS Darlinghurst. Um, That's it from us. We'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. find out more, visit yourgoodgetbetter.com to join the mailing list, Facebook group, or get in touch.